Support for this podcast comes from Wreckfest. Wreckfest 18, the largest gathering of in-house recruiters, resources and TA professionals in Europe, has now completely sold out. However, talks on two of the stages will be live streamed via the Recruitment Events Co. YouTube channel. You can find it by going to YouTube and searching for the Recruitment Events Co. Once you've found it, subscribe and click the notification button to make sure you don't miss Netflix, IBM and other amazing speakers telling their talent stories. I'll also put that YouTube link in the show notes to this episode. Wreckfest will take place on Thursday the 5th of July. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 134 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Technology is changing everything. Although there's much debate about the actual pace of change in talent acquisition, everyone would agree that the change itself is fundamental. A good way to sense check what's really happening is to explore how one of the companies who are helping to architect the AI revolution are transforming their own approach to talent acquisition. My guest this week is Kevin Blair, Global VP of Talent Acquisition at IBM. In our interview, Kevin shares how IBM are transforming their talent acquisition by applying their own technology and also talks about the agile approach they're using to make it happen. Hi, Kevin, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Matt. So, absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? Sure. So, I'm uh, the Global Vice President for Talent Acquisition uh, at IBM. Uh, I've been here for about seven months. So, um, I know you're doing some really interesting things with technology and the the, the recruitment process um, at IBM, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, but perhaps as a bit of context, could you sort of talk everyone through, um, you know, what the recruitment challenges look like for you as an organization? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, so IBM's at a really interesting phase from a talent acquisition perspective, and we're really in a phase of reinvention and where that comes from is a little bit about our uh, from our history and a little bit about where we're going to as an organization so if you think of ibm everyone knows ibm right and you know i even remember when i got the call um from uh, the, the the recruiter about the opportunity at ibm and you know I remember discussing it with my parents and like wow ibm because you know all the way through you know through history really in technology uh, and certainly in the you know towards the the, the last um 25 of ibm's history a large part of that ibm has been synonymous with it i mean with with technology and you know certainly through 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 several decades you know ibm was Computing, IBM was technology. I mean, it was the it, it, it was the it was the foundation of, of all of that stuff, and, and so that made uh, from a talent attraction perspective that 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 made it fairly process orientated. So what you would have is you had an organization that really could you know it had to be very effective operationally in order to stand up a a TA organization, um, and what I mean by that is you know it was they really you know they could put a bunch of um, application. Um, postings out there and, and they, they would get such a, a significant volume from an applicant perspective they wouldn't really need to try um from a um a, a an engagement perspective from a um a, a a proactive outreach 
um, to, to, to attract a candidate because IBM was really the mothership, right? You know, if you worked in these sectors, you know, around different pieces of like hardware, for example, and these other things, um, you either had worked at IBM, did work at IBM, or wanted to work at IBM. And I, and I think that that was very, um, you know, for, 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 from our perspective uh, as an organization, that, uh, that made it a little bit easier from an, uh, an attraction perspective. But what happened, like a lot of technology organizations, is we're in this evolutionary phase of where we're going into new sectors that in some ways are not necessarily core to where we've come from um, and that they represent significant growth. So you think about things like cloud, AI, and security, where, where IBM hasn't necessarily grandfathered itself in that sector, but because of you know, the opportunity from a commercial perspective, from the ask of our customers, then we've been able to go in and, uh, and create a, an evolved and compelling offering. Now, what you then have is you have a bunch of candidates uh, that, that, that don't have the same emotional connections um, in a way to, towards IBM. So then what we have to do is like most other organizations, because of the lack of talent in the market, we have to go out and we have to engage them and we have to be proactive. And so this whole transformation around, you know, us going to organization, uh, to, to individuals um, competing with organizations, which, you know, historically IBM wouldn't have competed with, with the, com with the composition of the technology market where you have, you know, smaller, more nimble organizations being able to, be more attractive and i mean more nimble in the sense that they don't have to you know go through um uh, the, the, the same processes that, a, that an ibm or a or any large organization would have to then from our perspective you know it was um we, we have to stand we have to stand up a different talent acquisition organization and that's that's why i'm here so i know that one of the um initiatives you're currently working through is um effectively applying ibm's technology to your recruitment process could you sort of give us the the background to that and talk through what you're doing yeah no absolutely so I, I think if you look at the elements that we wanted to um that we wanted to hit on uh as, a, as an organization from a, a from a recruitment perspective i think you know one of the the, the the journeys we had to go through was was really in three stages um which was around um creating a domain expertise so talking about what i spoke about a, a second ago in terms of being able to um you know kind of have a recruitment organization that was fit and ready, uh, for want of a better phrase, which, which you know, involves, you know, by bringing in uh, some domain expertise, but more, 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 more importantly, really developing and growing that muscle within our organization. Um, and then the second part, um, really about experience and driving a, a differentiated experience, because again, we all know how difficult, you know, for those that work in the technology market, we all know how difficult candidate attraction is. And, and with what, you know, with, with, with us edging towards, you know, almost one in five uh, roles as, as we, we go into the future being, you know, developer or, or, or technology-orientated jobs. Um, it's every com a company's problem. Every company is a technology company, you know, and, and, and you know, your banks now are, are can be platforms and, um, you know, as opposed to just places where, where, where money where money's just transacted in a very physical sense or brokered. Um, and so, so you know, it, th this problem is felt, you know, kind of pervasively across all organizations. But, but, but the, the experience and then, and then thirdly, the prediction of, of, of that roadmap um, are the things we needed to go after. So, you know, one one thing you could say is, you know, that we um, we are lucky in IBM, in a sense, from a TA perspective, is that we have a a product that you know many quarters is is considered synonymous with with with, with cognitive and, and and artificial intelligence, which is Watson. Um, so we have the opportunity to um, to develop on that. But I think it goes much more beyond that. It goes much more towards the idea that we would have. Um, we, we, we would look to utilize um, differentiated thinking and, and differentiated methods. And so if you think about, 
you know, what does that that roadmap look like from a a, a cognitive perspective? Um, it's um, you know we, we you know we have the opportunity you know right from the minute we start to source. So using our own technology, using um, what's into helping the sourcing process. So you know being able to you know not just go out and do a, a skills match, but actually work towards a skills profile that we would have in a success profile. You know, so so really turning the job description into a three dimensional document in a way, and it's not even a physical document anymore. Then you know, it's it's a, it, 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 it's a, it's a set of tags. But you know, taking a uh, a job description and being able to um, you know really go out and put a third dimension on it, where you can actually think about you know what does success look like in IBM? What's what's the typical success profile and how do you, you know, how, removing bias from the, the way a CV might be written or removing bias from, you know, the, the, the way a certain profile might look or somebody's individual background, actually just finding the right type of candidate, but, but effectively doing that while we're all asleep, right? So, you know, you don't have to be sat there at, at, a, at a terminal and, and, and effectively, you know, kind of running, you know, Boolean strings and scrolling down, you know, 2000 uh, search results on, um, on a LinkedIn, for example, you know, but, but actually going out and, and being proactive. So, so, so the first thing is, you know, is actually, you know, getting to the point where we can identify the candidate and then and then using the technology to engage them in a very personal way. Um, so, you know, being able to, you know, understand a little bit more about the candidate from the very first stage without the need to, to pre-qualify, to engage them in, you know, things that, that pull together, you know, what, what you know, the, the, the broader interests or the broader activities or the broader elements of, of the things that we see from them. Um, and being able to gauge them. Then you have, you know, the, the idea that, well, you know, okay, so it's great that we know who they are um, and it's great that we've been able to, to match them to a role and, and, and hopefully be able to engage them in some way. But not, that's not the only way every candidate comes to us. So then we, we, we looked at a second stream, which is where we would, how, how, would, how do we then get a, um, a candidate that, that really wants to work at IBM and feels really compelled to come? How do we help them? Um, how, do, how would we help them um, find the right connection point. And if you actually go to our uh, North American uh, careers page, um, where we've actually, we're actually standing this up, you know, you can, uh, you can use Watson Candidate Assist, whereby, you know, you, you're able to not just search jobs in a very binary fashion. So, like, you know, most organizations say, okay, I'm interested in HR jobs um, in India, and it'll come up with a list, you know, that, that's functionally aligned. You possibly, you probably can select the level at which you want to look, um, and it'll come up with a list. But actually being able to engage with Watson um, to actually um, you know, start to find other opportunities more broadly um, that, that, that may be a skills fit that, you, that wouldn't be an obvious thing. So, for example, you can copy and paste your CV into the chat box and then we will return to you the roles that are right for you. So instead of you, you know, being a binary one directional search is actually you, know, you say, hey, this is my skills. Tell me what you've got. And you can imagine an organization like IBM, you know, we have a huge consulting and services organization. In fact, we have a recruitment company um, uh, that, that, that's attached to our organization and an RPO. And, and so for that, you know, so whilst you might be saying, okay, well, the obvious fit for me, Kevin Blair, is you know, I want to look at HR jobs because I want to be a head of talent acquisition. And then it comes back and it says, well, actually, we need a, you know, a, a head of client engagement for this business, which you know, would be, you know, in some ways would be a really attractive opportunity for me and, and and it's not it would have come up in you know had i been searching in consulting or would i been searching in um you know a, a seller uh, profile and so that idea that we can allow we can assist candidates in the navigation of of, of what is a, a huge opportunity and, and do more skills matching um is, is really a great opportunity so it's nice that we've been able to pull together those two elements of of, of, of initial candidate engagement 
is it something you're looking at sort of extending th- through the recruitment process into into kind of assessment and then the other stages uh, that you have to go through? Yeah, and, and, and it's a good point. I mean, one of the things we have is we have a very well uh, baked out uh, roadmap. I mean, to, to, to the point where, you know, we're one, probably one of the very few recruitment organizations where we made a decision as a leadership team that we were going to have a, a, a technology organization because, you know, we, 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 have, we effectively have a CTO. You know, we have a, a guy who sits on the leadership team alongside me who really drives from a, a technology perspective, not operations, not cheap of staff. I don't know a lot of this stuff usually lands in those buckets, but is a, a dedicated um, technologist, uh, you know, a guy from not from uh, or, or briefly from a recruitment background, but very much from a, a, a coding project management uh, background. And, and we do see an opportunity. So around after initial candidate engagement, so one of the things we're doing is building it into our onboarding process. So we're in the process of moving fully towards digitized onboarding and rolling it back to um, the minute the candidate accepts the offer. And, and, and one of the things we've done within that is, is, is roll back our learning platform. So that you know, when a candidate um, accepts our offer and they're, they're a soon-to-be IBMer, uh, what we do is we, we reach out to them and say, hey, these are the things, you know, start engaging with us now. These are the things you need to do, you know, stretching out the day one experience. You know, there's, the, there's obviously the process point of view around, okay, this is, you know, you need to fill in these forms and, you know, you can start this provisioning and you can do all these different things, which, which is great because you get a more productive person on day one. But also the idea of, you know, that, that we can, you know, in a, in a cognitive way, engage them in a, in, a, in a dialogue. We can push content towards them in very much a Netflix style. For those of you that know Netflix, and that, I don't know if you, you use it yourself, Matt, but, you know, you always get that thing, of, you know, people who watch this also watch this or, you know, Netflix recommends for you. Well, what we're able to do is drive a similar thing based on the, the behaviors and the profile of the, of the soon-to-be IBMer, um, but also based on the fact that, you know, what, what are they looking at in our platform and, and how can we then promote that? Um, and so, so there's this whole engagement around the onboarding. Um, so so that, 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 that's the first opportunity that we're, we're actually standing up a, an MVP for right now. Um, a minimum of our products. So, um, so, so, so that, that's really working. And then you've then got all the other opportunities that we really want to, we want to focus around. So things like, um, you know, uh, cognitive interior. So things that, 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 that really we, you know, as candidates come through our process, you know, as we learn about them, you know, we, we, we get the insights as to, you know, what's, um, you know, what more we need to, do we need to know about them? Were the areas that we should focus on in the dialogue? You know, making sure that, that every experience with us is uniquely different. So instead of, and we've all probably been through it in our careers, you know, some companies where you have, you know, five or six um, interviews or meetings, uh, and they're all exactly the same. So all you do by the end of the process is you become very good and very refined at answering the same question. So you actually sound better as you go through the process because you're essentially asking, answering the same question, but in a much more refined way. Um, so using it as an opportunity to, to really directionally steer um, the conversation, but also add to that the idea of you know the the the, the team matching and team profile and like what, what you know how how would individuals work within a team dynamic and a team construct you know what would they bring and what would they add but it allows us to add that diversity element and and sometimes in diversity not not always a lot of times as you as you're focused on diversity you know you 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 think differently because it brings a different element to the team and sometimes it's very easy to look at the the hard skills and the profiles of an individual and say, you know, well, in isolation, this person versus this person um, is, um, is, is a better fit. But actually, you know, what, what, what we can't always legislate for is the idea that, that managers would think um, more, um, 
more about the, the their organization and what somebody what an individual may bring to the organization or what an individual may bring to the company um, and so being able to, to spotlight that and highlight that um, using cognitive solutions um, is, is going to be a real opportunity for us I mean that's absolutely um, absolutely fascinating stuff and I think the, the the one question that I have coming out of that um, I, I know is a debate that's um, um, a debate that's kind of raging at the moment in lots of different places and what's the role of humans within that so you know how does the how, how, where does the recruiter fit in in this process is there um, is there still a role for that human judgment or are we um, are we moving to the point where 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 technology is taking over? Uh, okay, so you're you're going down the Terminator Skynet route, right? Okay, no, that's good. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, and and and, and I and I get that. And, and and so listen, we see it very much as an as an augmented um, model. So so the way in which you have, if you think about the, a, a recruiter evolution, so what you have is the traditional recruiter, um, which is very very reactive, very orientated around KPI. Um, model um, very much working on a requisition basis, so individual requisitions. Um, you know, really, you know, kind of, you know, go through the, the the traditional method of you know de- demand planning, working through a requisition approval process. You know, source and screen assessment uh, interview, and all and all the other things, which is which is very which is very much the traditional. What we actually see in IBM moving forward is um, is, is effectively two streams of recruiters. One is you know turning that traditional recruiter into uh, an agile um, an agile team of recruiters and we, we can talk about agile in a second and, and, and what we're doing with that so we can we, we can we, we look at the, the, the you know a, a, a group that's very much focused around prioritization sprints working through a backlog anybody that's got experience of using agile from a, in a development environment will completely understand all these things I'm saying around black backlog, backlog and sprints um, but really working in a very specific focused way so that, that that's one part. But then what you have is we, we see the, the age of the cognitive recruiter um, and the 21st century recruiter, which is a lot around predictive um, approach. And there's a lot around, you know, being able to, um, you know, kind of, you know, get, a, get, you know, start to work the demand before the demand um, and start to, um, you know, r- really, you know, infer where the organization is going is have the sourcing and matching augmented alongside them um, by creating a personalized experience. Um, so, so uh, you know, it, it gives us the opportunity to really focus on a more end-to-end talent. And, and, and sometimes I say that, you know, w- w- in, a, in a way that, I, you know, almost the old me wouldn't have liked so much, you know, coming from, a, you know, an entirely recruitment-orientated background. Um, and, and the, you know, the, the, the idea that, you know, it's, you know, that, that it would be, a not proactive function and it would just be a you know a a, a kind of a consulting organization we still see ourselves very much as a, a proactive function but actually being able to look at so many more data points and so much more refined opportunity and how do we in, how do we infer from that and how do we interpret um to move forward so so it's it's actually it's actually complementary so you know historically there is um Three stakeholders in a traditional recruitment um, organization or, 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 or process. You know, you have the candidate, you have the recruiter, and you have the hiring manager. Um, but we actually see Watson as being the fourth dimension of our recruitment organization. So, you know, in the same way, you know, that you couldn't have, you know, you couldn't have recruitment without candidates. You know, we don't believe that you could have recruit, recruitment without recruiters. Um, but very much, you could have, you know, augmentation of the technology because it brings. Um, you know, it brings speed, it brings personalization, um, it brings scale um, so much more quickly. 
So actually, the role of the recruiter is what would change as opposed to the need for the recruiter to change. Um, so final question, this is obviously, you know, a big project and a big undertaking. Um, what have your learnings been from the, the process of change so far? And you, you kind of mentioned using um, agile methodologies. Can you sort of, um, you know, share some, some of the, the, the learnings that you've, that, 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 that you've had with everyone? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think agile, you know, is no, it, it, we, we have um, agile TA, which is what we actually work um, work out. So we, we actually have defined um, a methodology uh, and technology um, that creates this this way of engaging our, our, our leaders and our organization to make sure that we we stand up um, a, uh, a a process uh, an engagement that, that's highly effective. Um, but we also have pervasively run through our organization agile thinking. And if I think about the way I run my organization now compared to how I did a couple of years ago, so it's very much focused around um, prioritization and, and 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 working in a in a, a velocity from a sprint perspective. So I'll give you an example. So the, the way in which um, I would have historically ran a an element of a project is I would have said, okay, got my team together. Okay, this is what we need to do. This is where we're going. Let's reconvene, you know, next week, and then we'll talk about it again. Let's reconvene. Whereas now, if I look at some of the some of the changes I've got going on, I've got you know two, two specific projects that I'm leading uh, right now. Um, it's you know they start on Monday. I, you know, each one of them has two hours a day, every day for five days. Um, so really focused with a degree of intensity, pulling people in, moving people out, but ultimately having the project owner and a core team focus with with absolute intensity so i think that's one of the things that we you know in in, in terms of ripping the band-aid off if you like uh, and moving quickly that agile thinking that agile approach um is really uh benefiting the organization um and, and just my organization but but ibm as a whole because we can move through decisions more, more effectively um and i think design design thinking has played a much, much bigger part as, as we've done this is the idea that we you know we co-create um a lot more and we, we bring people in um so this is not the um you know this is not all the ideas that, that roll out of amber's head my boss and you know very very driven very inspirational in terms of directionally where she wants to take this um but also the the idea that um you know that, that we bring the the leaders on our journey and we bring the, the you know the the, the other the, the key stakeholders hr the business the recruiters that we that we co-create these solutions um, for, for, for a need that, 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 that really, um, that, that we all feel, um, and for a solution that we can all, um, experience. And, and so I think that, that that's been a, a large part of it. But I, I, I think what that also does is it creates this appetite for change and transformation. Um, like, like nothing, you know, certainly nothing I've seen is that, you know, that we, um, that we recognize, um, as a company, this is a real opportunity to, to differentiate ourselves, you know, moving away from this, this historical position that I spoke to at the very top of the conversation that, you know, IBM, you know, wh wh where it was in, in recruitment thinking to, to where it is now, um, is, is so different. And, and I think that's, um, that, that's been a big part of it is the idea that, you know, working in an agile way, not just delivering an agile solution, but working in an agile way. And then also bring heavily uh, design thinking elements in to, to co-create is uh, has been key. Kevin, thank you very much for talking to me. No problem. Thanks, Matt. My thanks to Kevin Blair. You can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or via your podcasting app of choice. The show also has its own dedicated app, which you can find by searching for Recruiting Future in your app store. If you're a Spotify user, you can also find the show there.
You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me. This is my show. Thank you.